welcome back. If you're a former fan of I Want That, we're glad to have you. For those of you who kept I Want That 2 feed loaded and subscribed, sincerely appreciate that. It's been several years since we've had a podcast dedicated to Disney consumer products, but rest assured, we've been keeping an eye on what's new with Disney and their consumer products. And uh, by the way, if you're brand new to the channel, I'm Jim Hill, and I've been writing about the entertainment industry for over 40 years now. So, yes, I'm old. Also, I've been podcasting for 10 years now, and the Jim Hill Media Podcast Network includes the Disney Dish Podcast with my incredibly talented co-host, Len Testa. He's known, of course, for touring plans, and we, that show drops every Monday. On Tuesday, we typically have fine-tuning podcast I do with Drew Taylor from The Wrap. Then bi-weekly on Wednesdays, we have our Looking at Lucasfilm that I do with Brian Gahn, and we round that out with our newest and perhaps most epic podcast, the Epic Universal Podcast that I do with Eric Hersey, and our marvelous podcast will be returning soon. I uh, also want to mention that we have our Disney Unpacked video podcast that Len and I host along with retired Imagineer of 33 years, Jim Shule. As we unpack stories on some of your favorite ride shows and attractions up at the Disney parks, stories you won't hear anywhere else. That's over on Patreon at Jim Hill Media or Disney Unpacked on YouTube. Okay, so you might be asking, why now? Why bring this podcast back now? Well, folks, to be honest, it's like our friend Jim Schul says about Disney Imagineering. No good idea ever gets forgotten. And I'll tell you about that after we thank our sponsor. And we'd like to thank Touring Plants for being a sponsor of this show. Touring Plants help you save time and money at the theme parks, so you have plenty of time to shop for that new spirit jersey or popcorn bucket. So please check them out at touringplans.com. All right. So again, like I said, no idea ever gets wasted. And a few years back, I hosted this podcast called I Want That with, with my ex, Michelle Valladolid, and I know, kind of an unlikely sounding scenario, but it worked well. Um, unfortunately, the life got in the way. We both got busy with other things, and this this podcast kind of went by the wayside for a while. And all right, fast forward to about a year, year and a half ago. Pleasure of meeting uh, our then web manager, now our podcast producer and host of the Epic Universal podcast, Eric Hersey, uh, and his wife, Lauren, uh, at a Panera Bread in Celebration, Florida. Uh, we connected right away, and boy, does this girl have a lot of ideas and enthusiasm. Um, anyway, around this time last year, Lauren and Eric got way more hands-on with our podcast network. Let's just say that she helped take, uh, our social media and marketing up a notch. And she's also a huge part of getting our Disney Unpacked project off the ground and into your homes. So listen, this girl knows her stuff when it comes to advertising, marketing, and sales. And yes, for some odd reason, she is choosing to work with me. Um, so anyway, during one of our, our marketing conversations, the topic came up about old podcasts that were no longer you know, producing episodes. And somehow we landed on the idea of Lauren co-hosting. I want the, I want that podcast with me. And, and if you're wondering why Lauren, I, I, I'm thinking, why not Lauren? Uh, she has a background in television. She started in TV and digital advertising sales and led creative services and marketing efforts. And now she works in corporate communication. So, and, and to boot, Lauren is a huge Disney fan. So she and her husband, Eric, along with their three kids, 
typically drive to Disney World from Wheeling, West Virginia, four times a year. I, and last year, they made their first trip to Disneyland. They have annual passes, they're DVC members, and their basement just might be painted like a utilidor. Uh, that's a story for another time. Uh, well, anyway, okay, there's your lead-in. There's your intro. Let's welcome in Lauren Hersey. All right, so how'd I do? <laughs> it was fabulous. Thank you, Jim. And mm-hmm. thank you for asking me to co-host this podcast. I'm really excited. And thinking back on all of those long 17-hour drives to Disney, I always did really enjoy listening to the Disney Dish podcast, uh, though I'm not like a huge podcast listener like my husband is. It always made it onto the approved list of podcasts that Eric and I could actually agree on. So that was a win right there. And I'm really excited to be a part of this new refreshed version of the I Want That podcast. Well, but again, that's not actually the whole name of the show. Oh, it's not. (laughs) <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I mean, again, some things about this podcast will we'll stay the same. We still, we still talk about Disney consumer products, but this time around, we're adding the word to, T-O-O, to the end of the title as I want that two as a number to uh, sequel. Uh, uh, clever? Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, there's also one more special twist. I mean, think about the last thing you purchased. Would you have bought it? Without seeing it first, probably none. With that said, I want that to will have a video component over on the Jim Hill Media YouTube channel where uh, you'll be able to actually see what we're talking about. Oh, Jim, I am far too familiar with all the Disney content over on YouTube. Like you mentioned, we are a family of huge Disney fans, and I'm a very different kind of Disney fan than my husband, Eric. Listen, he has read all the books, he keeps up on all the news daily, and makes me watch all the Disney vloggers and documentaries, and sometimes just people walking around the parks every single night on YouTube. So why not do our buddy Eric a favor and add one more video to his playlist? (laughs) And when Eric is watching all of these Disney history videos. I like them, but what I like watching are videos about the business side of Disney. I like mm-hmm. to know about their strategic decision-making and how their messaging is landing with consumers. Mm-hmm. I want to know all the things about what makes people book their next Disney trip or buy the merch or go out to theaters or not in some cases. It's, it's fascinating to me. And I love following the Disney community and what's causing all the chatter. Like, what are people loving? What are they hating? Disney is a marketing machine. We all know that. And even if they've seemed to like lost their footing a little bit along the way, I am here for it every step of the way. Now that we know a little bit more about you, what else would do you like about Disney? Well, I'm not just into the business and marketing side of Disney. I actually really do love going to the theme parks. I mean, there's nothing at first view of the castle from Main Street or for me riding the people mover for the thousandth time. It's honestly my favorite. But some of my absolute favorite things about going to Disney aren't just the ride shows and attractions. It's walking through every single shop. 
even if Eric likes it or not. Um, I also really love going to the spas at Disney. There's nothing better on this earth than a Disney spa. So if you haven't gone yet, I encourage you to try it. And a lot of you know, people's Disney trips, my trips are often planned around food and eating. That includes having the best dining reservations or coming up with my list of must eat snacks while I'm there. He's with me. Seriously, I know you're out there. And I especially live for a Disney cupcake. Like if you see one, if I see one, I'm buying it 100%. And I actually have a blog over at Disney Hearst, an old blog about my year of the cupcake crawl, where I documented every single cupcake that I ate in our four trips that year. As you can tell, I am super passionate about my snacks. Okay, then then let's test out your 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 Disney snack fandom. I I, I know you love some some mini ears. I, I've heard about your very impressive collection. So let me ask you this. Would you wear mini ears with, with Disney cupcakes on them? A thousand percent. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And so if we're talking about what kind of snacks I would wear on my head, what's mm. your favorite Disney snack? Oh, I, I got to tell you, if I'm, I'm going both East Coast or West Coast, if, I, if I'm in either Disneyland or, or the Magic Kingdom, I'm getting me a Dole Whip. In fact, there's sometimes when I, you know, it, it's too long a trip to get over the Magic Kingdom, and I would go to the Poly and go to Captain Cook's and get myself a Dole Whip there. There's just something about, okay, I'm officially at Disney, I'm eating Dole Whip. So I don't even think you had a Disney trip unless you had a Dole Whip. <laughs> there we go. So, so serious question mm-hmm. Would you wear a Dole Whip on a shirt? Forgive me for for saying this, but I'm I'm kind of a sloppy eater. So you know, chances <laughs> are, if I'm eating Dole Whip, I'm already getting it in my T-shirt. But but yeah, I mean, I, I I guess nice stylized version of Dole Whip on a T-shirt, I might do that. Okay, well, my cupcake ears and your mm-hmm. Dole Whip T-shirt—they're really mm-hmm. not that far fetched. Have mm-hmm. you seen Disney's new line of merch? It is Disney Eats that is all about the snacks. I, I, you know, I have to admit, I've seen a couple of these and a a quick question, you know, are they a trifle busy for you or or do you (laughs) like the cacophony of of, of cupcakes and, and, you know, drinks and pretzels and all that? They're a little hit or miss. There are some that I definitely, definitely like. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything with sprinkles, like I'm for it. Um, And Disney snacks on a t-shirt are not new. You've seen the shirts with the pretzels Mm -hmm. and churros and I'm just here for the snacks or eating my way around the world or whatever it is. It's very, very cute. So oftentimes Mm -hmm. Disney takes a page out of the consumer's books if you're Mm -hmm. getting shirts on Etsy or whatever. And I think that's probably what ultimately led to this Disney Eats collection. And I mean, it is a heck of a collection. So let's talk about it for a minute. So the collection includes home goods, accessory, apparels, and it is featuring all of the Disney stacks that are in in the parks, the ones that are really known. Mickey ice cream bars and, like I said, churros, popcorn, and these, this initial offering, it's on Shop Disney. It came out on January 16th. 
And um, I believe there's also the Snacks merch in Disney World and Disneyland. So if you are a picky eater, a picky shopper, and your favorite snack was not dropped in that Mm -hmm. initial rollout, don't worry. Disney has your back. Um, Mm -hmm. Disney is dishing out new snack merch every single month of 2024. That's what makes this collection really cool and unique. So um, the next drop is happening on February 20th, and they are releasing a pizza collection. Um, March is all about macarons. I don't want to mess that up for my daughter. She's always like, Mom, it's not macarons. Um, April, we are getting a sweet collection of lollipop merch. So you Mm -hmm. can see every month broken down um, what the theme is. Um, over at Shop Disney. So beyond um, March or April, we're looking at things like ice cream, donuts, Dole Whips, caramel apples, churros, s'mores, all the things. And that's just to name a few. Um, I'll be over here dreaming of snacks until until then. But for right now, we can start shopping um, in the Disney Eats collection. The original drop was more um, generic. So mm-hmm. let's let's talk about a couple of those items that we got. First, we got apparel. Mm-hmm. And there is a white spirit jersey that I personally am obsessed with. I do like this one. Mm-hmm. Um, on the front, we have a picture of a burger and soda and a Mickey-shaped ice cream bar. And like I said, I love the sprinkles drenching the entire bottom of this shirt. Um, there are also snacks all the way down the arms. And the Disney World version um, says Walt Disney World. Um, in the back, and as you can guess, it is made up of sex. Uh, the spirit jersey is your normal spirit jersey price. It starts at $79.99, and it is really, really cute. I really do like that. And they also have a matching bucket hat if you're going for the whole outfit, and it is $29.99. Um, moving on to the winner for the loudest shirt in the collection, I would say, um, is the Hawaiian shirt buttoned down. Um, it's $59.99 and it is colorful like you would not believe. And it is all over print that includes ice cream bars, churros, pineapple swirls. And it also is covered in sprinkles. Um, it's a very classic button-down shirt that you see guys wearing in the mm-hmm. in the parks, uh, chest pocket, short sleeves, the type. Um, and I would happily buy you a Dole Whip to see you wearing this shirt the next time we're together in the parks. You in? I I, I will have to go eyeball this. I, I I have to say, when you were listing the other months coming in the Disney Eat collection, the, the my inner Homer Simpson was delighted to hear about the donuts and saw that they're, they're going to do a Dole Whip shirt so or, or Dole Whip month. So can't wait to see those. But uh, yeah, I, okay, get, get me a churro. I'll I'll I'll, I'll dress. All right, we're holding him to it, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, so just rounding out apparel, uh, there is just a gray T-shirt that says Snack Goals, and, mm-hmm. um, and it says it on the back. It's thirty two ninety nine, 
And there are some also some fairly loud Disney Eats uh, clogs. Uh, mm-hmm. So for the person that likes their Crocs as much as they like their treats, <laughs> this one might be for you. Uh, they are $64.99 and they are guaranteed to get you noticed. <laughs> Also has a few accessories um, in this line to go with your apparel. There's also a Disney Eats popcorn box crossbody. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's a purse. And mm-hmm. it is $34.99. And it looks just the way that you are probably imagining it if you're listening to this as a podcast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got to talk about fanny packs for a second. Did mm-hmm. you know they're back? You made a comeback. I, you know, I, I thought the Geneva Convention outlawed these things. I kind of, I, 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 but, but they have a new name, right? Yes, they're called belt bags. Mm-hmm. I think okay. I was personally rocking my fanny pack in the parks before they were cool, um, and I've always kind of refused to go to the parks without mine because there's nothing like being your hands being free. Um, oh, no, no. Disney Eats had to get mm-hmm. in on the trend and. They have a belt bag. Um, it's pretty cute if you're into that type of thing. It's black, which chalk one up. I like a black uh, belt bag. It's $50. Mm-hmm. And it features what looks like a Mickey-shaped lollipop, um, a Mickey burger, two churros. And it has a distinct woven Disney Eats label um, on the front. Candy sprinkles, as you guessed it. They're kind of everywhere. And it has the adjustable uh, belt with print on the lining. So pretty cute if you're into uh, the belt bags. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to talk about the household collection for a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just right up my alley. So the mm-hmm. first one up that I know you will love mm-hmm. is a sticky, sweet Mickey Mouse caramel apple pet bed. So it is partially ridiculous and partially something I would totally own. Mm -hmm. Um, The pet bed includes a removable cushion. It has a foam shell, velour covering. It has plush ears and a stick that comes out the top uh, with a red front panel that allows for easy access for your dog or cat. $59.99. Jim, are you in for the candy apple? I, I, the problem is that I, our cats are trained as soon as I pull the laundry out. That's where they want to sleep, in the middle of the warm laundry. Maybe I can throw this thing into the dryer and heat it up before. But then with the candy apple, no, nah, never mind. Okay. <laughs> so, And before Lauren continues here, a quick word from our sponsor. And we're back. Okay, we were talking about the pet bed. Lauren, what else do you want to talk about? All right. So finally, let's talk about the popcorn bucket planter Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. Mickey arms. Kind of undecided on this one. Um, I think it is the perfect gift for a popcorn Mickey and a plant lover. If they check those three boxes, sign them up. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that there are people out there that will want this and find a place somewhere in their home for it. Um, Mm -hmm. The popcorn bucket planter is, I think, great for a collector of popcorn buckets or planters. Mm -hmm. Who knows? It could be the place close by. Uh, The planter comes in at Mm $39.99. And speaking of popcorn, I am getting hungry. 
But mm-hmm. also, did you see, I was sending you links to look at some of this stuff. Did you see Stitch? Stitch is chowing down. He's eating popcorn over on uh, Shop Disney. It's a cute little plushie. And mm-hmm. as I was clicking through the images, I quickly realized that Disney was not just going all in on snacks, but they are mm-hmm. also going all in on Stitch. I was at the mall over the weekend and nearly every store that I went in that had Disney stuff is loaded with Stitch. It's blowing my mind. But alongside, if you're a Stitch lover, this is great for you. Alongside of the monthly release of the Disney Eats collection, we will also be getting a monthly release of the Stitch Attacks Snacks collection. That Got that? Stitch mm-hmm. Attack Snacks Collection. And this um, would explain Stitch's image with the popcorn and the collectible pin. Um, Stitch with his pretzel was what dropped in January. Um, it's sold out, as you can imagine. But if you are looking to get your hands on the Stitch plushie with the popcorn, it will be available February 13th. Um, so, Jim, does it seem like to you that we've been seeing a load of Stitch merch lately, like especially for a movie that was released over 20 years ago? Well, now, here's the interesting thing. Just yesterday, Licensing Magazine uh, ran a story about uh, what Disney and Mattel are doing uh, with their princess collection. But in the middle of this article, there was a fascinating thing that uh, sort of a throwaway line to the effect that Millennials and Gen Z are very into nostalgia, uh, especially from stuff from their childhood. And in this case, the original Lilo and Stitch film, the hand-drawn movie that was produced by the folks uh, down at Walt Disney Feature Animation Florida, that was released to theaters back in June of 2002. All right, so... 22 years uh, or almost uh, that animated feature then spawned a Saturday morning series, not to mention two direct video sequels. But what's kind of interesting is it's not just nostalgia that is powering what Disney's doing with Stitch right now. Um, the reason we're seeing a resurgence of Stitch merchandise is that live action remake of Lilo and Stitch that Disney now has in the works. Oh, yeah. Tell me more about the project. When did that get announced? Well, now, this is the interesting thing. Over five years ago now, back in October of 2018. Now, mind you, it took them a while to get a script for a live-action remake of Lilo and Stitch that, that everybody at Disney was happy with. Because, uh, again, that's the thing. You know, Stitch is naughty. Uh, you know, and but it was a question of how naughty. Uh, so anyway, that film finally went before the cameras in Oahu back in April of last year with, with uh, 2023 with Dean Fleischer Camp directing. By the way, he's the, the creator of Marcel and the Shell with Shoes On series. Got it. So those shorts and the feature, they were very quirky. And mm-hmm. you know, Dean sounds like the perfect guy to direct the live action version of Lilo and Stitch. So mm-hmm. When are we going to see it in theater? We've been talking about it, and we know Moana's coming. When When is this happening? Well, all right. Here's the thing. Uh, this shoot in Hawaii was just plagued with problems. I mean, first, there was a fire that destroyed $200,000 worth of costume the day before production of the live-action remake. Lilo, Lilo and Stitch was supposed to get underway, and replacing all that stuff 
They delayed the start of production by two weeks. So the shoot finally got started in, like, what, May of last year around that time? Yeah, but then remember, we're back to, to mid-2023. There was first the writer's strike and then the actor's strike. And then you factor in how expensive it is to shoot in Hawaii. So Disney decides to suspend production of its live-action remake of Lilo and Stitch back in July of last year. Oh, it get a shoot literally only resumed uh, last month in January. So, which brings me back to my original question then. When are we going to see the live-action Lilo and Stitch in theaters? I'm assuming with all of its production problems, we're now talking like... 2025, right? Uh, okay. It's worth noting that when Disney CEO Bob Iger uh, was talking about forthcoming films during the company's most recent earnings call, which was last week, he never once mentioned the live-action version of Lilo and Sitch. I mean, we know now that Moana 2 will be arriving at theaters in mid-November of next, uh, the same year, 2024, and Zootopia 2 will be released to your local multi multiplex in November of 2025. But no word on the live-action version of Lilo and Stitch? Mm, okay. I, I have a few friends at the company who suggest that this Dean Fleischer camp film might end up over on Disney+. Plus. Uh, but though, just to be clear, nobody's actually gone on record about this matter yet. Uh, also worth noting here that up until just a few months ago, uh, Moana 2 wasn't going to be released theatrically. It was originally supposed to be an animated series that would air exclusively on Disney+. Plus. But people at the company liked what they, they were seeing of, of this Moana animated series. So they decided to take that same material and then turn it into a full-length animated feature that would then be released to theaters. Okay, so the same thing could happen with Lilo and Stitch? Uh, at this point, the ultimate fate of this Dean Fleischer camp film is undetermined. I, people are just basically waiting to see how the production looks once the, the, the final bits of film have been shot in Hawaii and, and then cut into the print. Uh, after that, execs at the studio will then decide if this live-action remake of Leland Stitch is going to go out to theaters or if it premieres over on Disney+. Plus. Okay, so then what was all the Disney merch that we're seeing? Like, mm. was it supposed to have keyed off the live-action remake? Well, again, as I mentioned, you know, that, that, that interesting article in, in Licensing Magazine, you know, to the effect of Gen Z and uh, millennials buy Stitch all the time. Uh, and, you know, it, over the past 22 years, he, he's just been this stellar seller. People, for whatever reason, just love Experiment 626. Again, that mix of cuddly and naughty. So... Even after this new live action remake debuts theatrically, or if it pops up at the Disney Plus, I, you know, we're still gonna see new Stitch merchandise coming from the company for years yet to come. Uh, more to the point, I'll be interested to see how this live action remake of Lilo and Stitch turns out. I, you know, I think you kind of alluded at the top of the show to the effect of Disney's most recent live action remakes of, of some of its animated classics. Kind of hit and miss. Um, oh, speaking of hits and misses, uh, I have to ask, have you seen Disney's new Brave New World collection for 2024? The the thing that debuted in the park uh, when we were there back in December? 
Yeah, I did. So it was our last day of our trip and we were in the parks together mm-hmm. and I did see, I think it was in the Emporium, a little section of this mm-hmm. Brave New World collection starting to pop up. So I was really, you know, glad to be able to snap a pic of that. And, you know, I knew that that was just the the beginning. So, mm-hmm. you know, my opinion you know, like, I think that this collection has some legs under it. Um, You know, what really is a, a new year without the updated Disney merch with the actual year on it? Um, mm-hmm. This year, Disney is going in a different direction. Um, It is a bold vibe with this special series. Um, They describe it as bright and happy styles. Um. I'm with them. I could see that. If you've mm-hmm. not seen it and you're listening to this in the podcast form, let me give you a visual here. So think like Barbie movie meets 80s retro meets modern, like flat graphics and artistic interpretations of mm-hmm. beloved Disney characters. I know that was a lot of explaining, but if you put the two and two together, that's what we're working with here. There is a whole lot going on. And I personally love it. Um, I think that it is a huge step up, huge step up from the 2023 in park merch. Um, it had like a flag type vibe. Um, to me, it looks more like a design that you would see at like t-shirt shop on International Drive rather than in Disney, but mm-hmm. to each their own. Um, so where can you find this Brave New World collection? Um, it finally made its way over to Shop Disney. And of course, you can find it in both, um, domestic theme parks. Right now, the collection includes hoodies, shirts, plushies, backpacks, water bottles, towels, ornaments. The same type of, um, dated merch that we typically see. Uh, the prices range from $15.99 to $78, and no doubt about it, uh, I mean, I will be bringing several pieces um, home from this collection during our next trip to the parks in March, um, so I'll have to show them off in a future episode, <laughs> um, and something that is only available in the parks um, is the new 2024 Icon Popcorn Buckets. I feel like we're talking a lot about popcorn. Um, but this is like that standard bucket that you see at most of the popcorn um, carts throughout the park. It's also playing off that like on theme. It has the modern flat design. It looks like this year's bucket is going to have Tiana, no shock there. Moana, no shock there. We got Mickey and we got Simba. Uh, so it's one character representing each of the four parks at Disney World. Uh, and okay. And while we're on the topic of popcorn buckets, we have to to chat for a minute about the Imagination Pavilion. Now it, it's kind of intriguing. It, it it's those. It takes those sort of crystal trapezoidist shapes at the top of the pavilion uh and and again it mirrors sort of the glass look of those and when you look inside there is a figment uh sliding over the rainbow uh it it also lights up uh there's a lot going on here uh what are your thoughts Uh, it's 
I think it's everything. It's so great. Mm-hmm. I would totally buy it if that's what you're asking. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're wondering, I would also buy the new metallic Disney 100 purple uh, Mickey Mouse balloon popcorn bucket. I love the popcorn buckets that are the balloon shaped. Mm-hmm. Um, it was first released at uh, the Disneyland Resort, and now it's available in Epcot. Have you seen this? I, I have, but Lauren, are, are you aware of the the balloon-shaped popcorn buckets? They have a, an interesting history at Disney. I did not know that, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. So tell me more. Okay. Well, uh, these popcorn buckets uh, first appeared at Disneyland back in May of 2015. They, they debuted as part of that theme park's year-long 60th anniversary celebration. And we're supposed to pay tribute to a vintage piece of Disneyana, which were those Mickey-shaped balloons that you used to be able to buy down on Main Street, USA. So were those balloons for sale in the park on Disneyland's opening day? Actually, earlier, uh, the Pioneer Balloon Company of Wichita, Kansas, invented the Mickey-shaped balloon back in the 1940s. Uh, Originally, these things were known as mouse heads. And (laughs) your grandparents could have purchased one of these at a state fair or at an an ice show a full decade before Disneyland first opened. But they obviously eventually showed up at the happiest place on Earth. Well, that is true, but not till the second summer that Disneyland was open, which would have been 1956. And this is what the balloons look like? Well, the version that baby boomers remember the most fondly, it was a mouse head inflated inside of a second clear latex balloon. Uh, This one was known, believe it or not, as Mickey Mouse in a Glass House. Okay. So, which we should probably not throw stones at, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. So, So if we're talking about how these Mickey balloon-shaped popcorn containers first showed up in Disneyland back in May of 2015 as a part Mm -hmm. of the 60th anniversary celebration, like, what's it look like? Well, I, first and foremost, again, we're, we're, we're talking about merch here. So let's talk about what it costs. Back in the day, you could get one of these for $12.50 plus tax. And, and they came in three colors. You got a red, you got a blue, you got a purple. And I, I remember people stood in ridiculously long lines to get these things. Okay. Just the beginning, uh, right? <laughs> and uh, just to be clear here, I remember that I stood in a ridiculously long line to get one of these Mickey shaped popcorn buckets. When they originally announced these things back in January of 2015, my my good friend Angela uh, said that she just had to have one of these things for her Disneyana collection. And since I was going to be out in Anaheim uh, covering the kickoff of Disneyland's 60th anniversary, I promised I would get one for her. Aw, aren't you a nice friend? So tell me, where did you end up buying Angela's popcorn bucket? I'm serious. the, The line's were crazy, especially on the day of the, the, the this Disneyland was staying open all night for the, the kickoff of the 60th. So, you know, it, the, the park is packed and I just walked from popcorn cart to popcorn cart looking for the shortest possible line. And I, I finally found one where the line was only slightly ridiculous. Okay, where was it? 
Well, that was actually the popcorn cart next to the entrance of the Haunted Mansion in New Orleans Square. And even then, I had to wait in a 30-minute long line, which gave me enough time while I was waiting to call Angela on my cell. She she lives in Orlando and then ask her what specific color popcorn bucket she wanted. So I'm assuming that back then, if she Mm. was from Orlando, that you could Mm. only get these popcorn buckets in Anaheim? Is that right? Well, for, just for a time. But then, of course, the folks at Walt Disney World heard how well these things were selling. And, of course, the folks, you know, down in Florida then decided that they, too, needed to get into the Mickey-shaped balloon popcorn bucket business. All right. So when did that start? Okay. I want to say that was three years after Disneyland 60. So what? Uh, 2018. And of course, Disney World being Disney World, they bumped up the price of these things from $12.50 to $15. Well, this popcorn bucket is balloon shaped. So mm. obviously, you have to allow for inflation, right? <laughs> uh, okay. We're going to ignore that joke. Uh, but then. <laughs> Over the next few years, we saw variations of this Mickey-shaped uh, popcorn bucket on both coasts. Uh, there was the Steamboat Willie version that only came in black and white and gray. And what I find interesting about that one was, well, the popcorn bucket was an AP exclusive. And mm-hmm. this one went on sale in January of 2019 in mm-hmm. honor of Mickey's 90th birthday. And you were only allowed... To purchase it once you got to the head of the line at the popcorn cart. And if mm-hmm. you could then show the cast member working at the point of purchase, your valid annual pass, then mm-hmm. otherwise you were out of luck. Yeah, the company really made Disneyana collectors work for these things. I mean, they take, for example, the, the many versions of these Mickey-shaped balloon popcorn buckets that they made for Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. And these were the iridescent ones, right? The ones that they made in a lot of different colors. Well, and that was part of the problem. Because if, say, you wanted the yellow variation, that was only sold at a popcorn cart in deep down in Storybook Circus. Now, if you wanted the pink version, that was only sold at a popcorn cart that was located out on the hub next to Cinderella Castle. Or if you wanted the blue one, you had to hike all the way back into Tomorrowland. And just speaking of colors, how many different variations were there for the 50th anniversary? I want to say five. I, I, there was a pink, there was a blue, there was a yellow, there was a green, and there was a sapphire. Well, I guess, look at it this way. At least you got to walk off all the popcorn you were eating as you marched around Magic Kingdom, <laughs> hunting for the full set of different colored popcorn buckets, right? Oh, excellent point. Okay, and the year after that, 2022, we got the Mickey Balloon Premium Bucket, which now highly prized and sought after by members of the LGBTQ community because, well, it's rainbow colored. Okay, and what did that Mickey balloon-shaped popcorn bucket go for initially? Well, $20 plus tax. Though, if you're not trying to buy one of those in the secondary market, say eBay, you should be prepared to pay possibly twice that amount. Why is there a trend going on here? And last year, for the Walt Disney Company's 100th anniversary... Did they do something special, Mickey balloon-shaped popcorn buckets to commemorate that celebration? 
Well, that would have been the purple metallic uh, version that was sold at the parks. Uh, this one had the Disney 100 logo em- embossed on it. But but to be honest, it was the other version that was sold in 2023 that I think will most intrigue you. Mm, because? Well, that version was only sold at Sweetheart Nights. Uh, this was a hard ticket event that was held at Disneyland Park back in February of last year. Okay, I've heard of these. This must have been one of those Disneyland After Dark things, right? Exactly. Okay, and there were only seven of these Sweetheart Nights held at Disneyland last year. And it was only at this hard ticket event that guests were given the opportunity to purchase a special limited edition Valentine's-themed Mickey balloon-shaped popcorn bucket. Mm, To let me guess, they sold so well. That for Valentine's Day of this year, Disneyland mm-hmm. decided to make a similar sort of bucket um, available for the general public this time. They did. They did. Uh, only the... All right. Let me see if I can get the description right here. The pink polka dot Mickey balloon shaped popcorn bucket uh, wasn't just for sale at Disneyland Park. It was also available for purchase over at California Adventure for $18.75 plus tax. Because um, this balloon because it's balloon shaped, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to allow for inflation. You went for that joke twice. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. I crack myself you know. up. <laughs> all right. So what do you want for me? We've been talking about all these popcorn buckets for an almost 10 minutes now. I think mm-hmm. it's time for a snack break, right? <laughs> I think it's about time we closed up shop here. But before we do, Lauren and I want to hear from you. Tell us about how you store and display your popcorn buckets. Or better yet, show us your collection. And if there are things you want us to cover in the future, please let us know. Lauren, where can the nice folks find you? You can find me on Instagram, um, or you can email me at lauren at laurenhersey.com. And like Jim said, we definitely want to hear from you. There are so many stories that we're really excited to uncover. So send us your ideas. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of where you can find us, uh, you can find me over on Twitter, X, whatever, at Jim Hill Media, or you can email me directly at Jim at Jim Hill dot com. Uh, also, uh, <laughs> Ms. Hersey reminded me that, that it would be very helpful if you like what you heard here today, if you could leave us a review. Yeah. So the podcast platform that you listen to your podcast on, and if you're watching us in video on YouTube, Mm -hmm. make sure that you like and subscribe to our channel so you get those notifications as we are dropping new content. Terrific. Okay. Well, folks, hopefully you enjoyed today's show. This is the inaugural episode of I Want That Too. Thanks for listening. And Lauren and I will be back with a brand new episode in in two weeks' time. Is that right? That's right. Every two weeks. All right. Well, till then, folks, take care.